My name is John Cullen, and I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and curling. It's the story of Broomgate, how a single broom, yes, a broom, turned friends into foes and almost killed the 500-year-old sport of curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate, available now. This is a CBC Podcast. You walk around Winnipeg and you will come across some stunning Indigenous art. It's on murals, on billboards, in public spaces. Several pieces of that art were done by Jordan Stranger to mark Manitoba's 150th anniversary. He was also commissioned to create the city's 150th celebration emblem. Jordan is a Cree artist and graphic designer from the Peguis First Nation. And we've reached him at the Forks where he is sitting in a teepee. Jordan, hello. Hi. For people who've never been to Winnipeg, uh, what is the Forks and why is there a TV there? Yeah, this is uh, where they share elder knowledge and stories. And the Forks is a natural gathering place for thousands of years. And uh, I have some artwork here inside. Can you describe the artwork? It's about six murals. It was commissioned for the Manitoba 150. And they're all murals just sharing my culture, the color of it. A togetherness, animals, nature, that type of stuff. What does it mean for you to have that work there? It's a big deal for me, leaving a bit more of our culture in the public view. Now, when I started Totem Dodem, it was to share the culture in the public by wheat pasting. I didn't see enough of uh, Indigenous art in public. So I just did it myself, and someone caught wind of that, and I got hired, and it was wonderful. Tell me more about that. You didn't see enough of that art, and so what were you doing? I was wheat pasting. Illegally. <laughs> like sticking the art up around the city. Yeah, yeah, just like with flower paste, you know, and hand painting my own pieces and going around town and putting them up. And people started to notice that. And it became, you know, what you see today in my works. How did you decide to do that? It's like guerrilla artwork, like bringing the art to the people. You know, I come from reservation, from Peguis, and I had issues with authority for good reason. <laughs> and I was inspired by uh, street art. A lot of graffiti artists that I follow, and one big one, which is Shepard Ferry, who'd made a huge poster of Obama, you know, the Hope poster, and that made it around the world. And I thought, well, we can do that with our own work. And it made an impact. And now I'm doing it full-time as a self-employed artist. What did people tell you when they saw your work? I mean, part of this would be, I guess they would wonder who, who's behind this and what's going on. But once word started to spread, what did you hear from people? So I think they were more curious as to why. But people loved what they saw because it was different. It was similar to Norval Morisot for the color and, and, and Daphne Ojig for the organics. Well, I learned from the greats and I just tried my best to make my own way, my own style. What do you remember about the art that you saw when you were growing up? Well, I was seeing a lot of family influence. So my uncle Stuart Stranger from Peguis, my uncle Leslie Sinclair, you know, they started painting on cardboard and they evolved into these really, really well-refined artists. I started seeing more and more of it in everybody's home, in every business on the reservation and around Winnipeg. And that, you know, really impressed me. I thought, this is interesting. These guys are doing it for a hobby. What if I tried doing it full time? What did you think you could bring? Uh, my own stories. Stories that I, I never saw that were, were being shared. Like what? Uh, sacred stories. Um, stuff that is powerful, messages that, of hope. Things that I wasn't seeing like that growing up. The res school mentality was still very present. And there was a lot of negativity about sharing anything of our culture. And now we have the chance. And we have that prosperity. And we're getting a bit more of that every day now. 
I mean, you go from postering up your own artwork to being asked to commission the design for the graphic that would celebrate the 150th anniversary of Winnipeg. What was that opportunity like for you? I was honored. It's a good marking point of where we are today in this country, in this province, to remember that moving forward so that we don't make the same mistakes and that this is a constant reminder to, you know, be more mindful of where we live today because it's not the same as it was 150 years ago. Can you describe that graphic? Just give us a picture of what that graphic looks like. Well, it has the main center of the image is the two rivers coming together, the red and the Cinnaboyne. And in there is a face of a, a female, which they carry those sacred water teachings. And up on top, we have the sun and transitioning into winter, you know, on the plains. And the North Star is there. And on the bottom right of it is the path to reconciliation, surrounded by some sage, which is sacred medicine we lay down in our sacred ceremonies in Ojibwe culture. That's so we walk carefully and safely and walk with the buffalo. And there's also a reference to the plains and the winds and the turtle shell of the Turtle Island story, they all kind of sit on top of that. The path to reconciliation, it features two footprints, right? Yep. What do those footprints symbolize? That long journey we're all on right now. I'm still finding those children, and that's a, a thing that we need to solve soon. Everybody's included in this path to reconciliation, and that's why it's important to have it there, because a lot of people are still learning today. Um, it's a bit of sorrow, but I think that's something we all have to face. And, you know, how things have evolved since then, I think it's our duty to recognize these things as people of this country and our respective nations. So in addition to this, you were commissioned to do another project. This is for the Manitoba legislature, and this is with your dad. Tell me about that. I remember when the Queen Victoria statue was pulled down and they were discussing, you know, whether to replace it. And then I got a call from my dad saying, he got interest from them, but there was an open call for that competition, and we ended up getting the bid. And that statue is going to be about Chief Pegwis himself. It will be standing approximately, I would say, 16 feet tall. The base, the design of the plinth, is my responsibility. That's about six feet tall, and it's made of Tyndall stone. And it's going to have the 1817 agreement of the Lord Selkirk settlers and it's to tell that story that we as Indigenous people actually had a peaceful agreement between us and the Europeans before that was, you know, all changed with the Indian Act. And that's to sort of commemorate that partnership moving forward and remembering that story. You're, you're a dad now, you have two children. What do you think about when you think about the future that they might inhabit, given who you are and the stories that you tell through your work? I would hope that they never have to do or live through what we had to and I don't think they will. That's why we're doing these things, that's why we commemorate these moments, so that they don't happen again. You know, these atrocities, these horrible moments, I think they're gonna have a lot of opportunity, and a lot has happened in the last 20 years, and that just says a whole lot about how fast things can change, and this road of reconciliation we're on is gonna take a long time. I'm realistic of that, because I understand it, because I grew up in that. For my kids, they're going to have the benefits of our hard work and the benefits of that prosperity which we're getting finally today. Not to say they're going to be one-upped on everyone else. There's going to be some divides and there's a lot of perspectives to change, but there's a lot more hope than there ever was. I'm really glad to meet you. Thanks for taking time to talk to us. Thank you. Jordan Stranger is a Cree artist in Winnipeg. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.